Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Test, test. Hello, everybody. Welcome to day three. Hopefully, we are live. If you can, just let me know real quick if you can hear me. That always helps. I always have to think twice about this this microphone. Like I have to like check down here. And if I see it lighting up green when I talk, then I know you can hear me. So, <laughs> Or at least I know the mic's not a problem because it goes through that little uh, whatever that – I forget what the device is called. And uh, there we go. All right, set up my screen share. Yeah, and if I lose power at all, like even while I'm asleep, then I have to like go in and reconfigure it to, to make sure it works. Thanks to everybody that showed up early, by the way. We had a little bit of a chat activity before we even got started. All right, Jason, thank you for that. Appreciate it. Um, cool. All right, guys. Happy, uh, what day is it? Wednesday? <laughs> Happy Wednesday. Uh, hopefully, you guys are having a good week so far, productive week. Like, I, I think by the time I get to the middle of the week, I kind of base whether or not I feel like it's a good week on how much I've gotten done <laughs> versus how much I wanted to get done, really. Um, let me know Let me know what your benchmark is for a good week or not. Good weather, not a lot of traffic going to work if you have to drive to work. That would, those, those are the things that used to matter to me. Um, not as much anymore. All right. Today we're talking about design. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. I'm going to speak to my personal approach or my, my personal like lean, you know, for how I approach design. And, um, you know, at the end too, I'm going to recommend some other, uh, print on demand YouTubers that are really good at design because, Hey, I'm just one person. So, you know what I mean? I'm going to do what I'm going to share, like what works for me, but uh, obviously there's, uh, you know, lots of ways to go about it. So my way is not the only way by any stretch. And, um, you know, I, I know what I know. I don't know what I don't know. Right. Hello from the UK. Love it. Uh, German. We got Chris said German Taco Tuesday designs are selling well. That's awesome. Good to hear. All right. What time is it? 103. Let's do like one more minute and uh, let people trickle in to the live stream and then we'll get started. So what else can we talk about? My sales kind of fell off a little bit uh, day over day. Well, there was tear ups, wasn't there? Wasn't there tear ups recently? I know I saw a bunch of people on Facebook. Um, sharing screenshots and whatnot that they were getting teared up. Let me know if you got teared up recently in the, uh, in the chat. Let's see. Yeah, I got one person that hit tier 100. Anybody else? There should be more. I know I saw at least a few. Typically, the tear-ups happen all together. So if one person's saying they got teared up, you know, I would expect to see other people as well. Um, Haley wants to know how many of my 200,000 slots I have filled. Uh, I can check. I have currently 100. I guess I can just show you real quick. So you don't have to take me at my word. Currently 166,798. However, like every day, a lot of designs that I uploaded a year ago fall off because they didn't sell. So uh, to get to 200,000 is going to be quite hard. And then products, live products. So I have 13.2 million possible or no. Yeah. Yeah. 13.2 million. And of that, I have 1,878,862. 
It's absurd. <laughs> uh, somebody filled 80% of their slots yesterday and got teared up the next day. That's awesome. Um, Denise said, I had to watch the replay. A lot of a question at the end saved me. Didn't know about adding all the products. Cool. Yeah, yeah. You can go back in and manage. You can go to the manage section and then edit your products that you've previously submitted. And you can enable uh, other products. So that's always on the table as an option. Uh, congrats to everybody that got teared up, though, by the way. Glad to see. Uh, did they stop deleting non-selling designs? I haven't seen anything about that. I guess I haven't read through all of the the resource section, like the whole thing recently. But uh, it was my understanding that that they still do that after 365 days. But um, I can double check. But yeah, it used to be it used to be 90 days, no sales. They removed it. That was tough because you were constantly getting those slots turned over. Then they did 180 days. And then 180 days turned to 365. I think 180 days was probably the sweet spot. I don't know if you need 365. Um, what's going on? What's going on? Khaled said, today I've made a sale since more than one month with no cha-ching. So congrats on the sale. If I enable other products, do your spots get filled? It won't, one to, like, it won't count your designs. Like your tier is how many unique designs you can upload. So tier 100 means you can upload 100 unique designs. But each day you can go in and use your daily submissions to just enable new products on your previously submitted design. So if you can do 10 a day, you can submit zero new designs, but you can go to your manage tab, edit a previously submitted design that's still live. And you can go enable, you know, premium shirt, tank top, long sleeve shirt, hoodie, et cetera. And I'm going to show you a tool that actually is going to be really useful uh, to everybody watching um, for, for doing that. Okay. So why don't we get started? It's 106. We're going to cram quite a bit into today's session. Uh, it, somehow it always ends up taking roughly an hour. And I, you know, I think I'm like, oh, it'll take 30 minutes, you know, 55 minutes later. Um, uh, Debbie, you can find it. It's, I emailed it out to everybody that signed up. It's also on my YouTube and it's on the pretty merch, um, Facebook page. So a couple places you can watch the, the replays. And Amazon's been uploading your designs automatically, enabling new products, maybe? Is that what you mean, uh, Hazel? I know that they do enable sometimes um, other markets, you know, um, and they don't count that against, or do they? I mean, I guess it wouldn't count against your daily uploads, but it would count in, against your total. But the total is not really a limit. It's just the actual math if you do the maximum of like number of designs submitted times 64. Anyways, why don't we get started? All right. Me screen share. Cool. So welcome guys. Day number three of four days of live streams, calling this the, the pretty merch, Amazon merch, uh, sales jumpstart for 2022. I'm excited to get started today. Design is one of those things that I like to talk about. Hello from London, print on demand queen. Um, again, real quickly, let me introduce myself. Ryan Hogue is my name. I'm a uh, seven figure print on demand seller. I've been selling on Amazon merch since 2017. Uh, since early 2017, you can actually go to my website, ryanhoog.com and see all of my sales going all the way back to 2017 when I made my first sale in like April of 2017. All right. So you can actually see every single month, all of the data completely transparent. It's on my blog. If anybody cares to do that, uh, you can see I started slow and then I kind of just ramped up like this and then I kind of fizzled out for a bit and then I ramped up like this. Um, I'm in tier 200,000, even though I forgot a zero there, I've made or I made $337,722 in sales on Merch by Amazon 
in 2021. So that was just last year. That was sales, not profit, just sales. All right. And I'm a Chihuahua lover. I love my micro Chihuahuas. That's Pablo in the picture there. Uh, we were on our way to to get him a hamburger at Wendy's because that's what we do on the weekends when there's nothing else going on, I guess. Uh, I'm not affiliated with Merch by Amazon in any way. The opinions expressed are my own, as you guys have heard me say three days in a row now. But I just want to remind you guys that I don't have any special insights. I'm like you. I'm just a seller. Been doing it probably a little bit longer than most of you. And um, just speaking to like what's working for me and, and what I think. All right. So uh, I've been updating you with my sales. My sales to date lifetime are 36,101. Uh, yesterday, I made 29 sales uh, for $92 in royalties. So the day before, I was above $200 royalties on 37 sales. And yesterday, I was 29 sales, $92 in royalties. Um, my royalties per sale, they do vary. Uh, recently, I've been uploading and setting my default pricing to $19.99 on standard shirts, which you can see roughly four out of every five sales are standard t-shirts for me, or at least yesterday they were. Um, but if I have old shirts that are priced lower than that, then, you know, I'm going to make a sale and make less money. So that's going to, you know, hurt the overall royalties as a function of the number of sales. So yesterday wasn't great. The day before was, you know, I would say pretty good. I'll take $200 in a day. All right. This webinar series is sponsored by Pretty Merch. You, you guys, I'm sure all know and love Pretty Merch. It's the number one Chrome extension for merch by Amazon sellers. Just wanted to plug them really quickly because I haven't done too much of that. Um, uh, one sec. Haven't done too much of that uh, on this live stream. So I want to give them a quick shout out, guys. You can go grab the Chrome extension for free. And if you choose to upgrade to Pretty Merch Pro or Pro Plus, you get access to, well, for one, everybody gets access to the dashboard, but you get new features enabled. Give me like maybe like three to four minutes to go through this, okay? And you might learn something about Pretty Merch that you didn't know. All right, so it takes the old dashboard that's ugly and obviously makes it pretty. That's why they call it Pretty Merch. You can see things like how many products you've uploaded today, how many sales you've made today, what products actually sold today, how many sales you've made over the last week. You can see your last seven days, last month, this month. You can see your all-time sales, which I really like. Um, I don't think you can do this in the default uh, free pretty merch. I think you need to upgrade. But then you can actually click all-time. You can see some relevant data, like what's your revenue share between you and Amazon. Um, that's a function of how much you're charging, really. Uh, you can see, like, you know, you can actually click the candles for each month, and you can see in-depth information on what's sold that month as well. Uh, you have an analytics tab. This is part of pretty merch pro. You can do things like, select the different marketplaces, select timeframes, view what's sold. All right. You can see, um, again, a breakdown of each marketplace. You can see what products sold. You can see what fit types, what colors, et cetera. This is actually really valuable information that can help factor into your future decisions. Like what colors do you enable when you're uploading? And we'll talk about that tomorrow when we're covering uploading in day four. You can see what products have sold, guys. This is actually useful for design that we're talking about today because design is completely open-ended. As we will talk about, you can do design that's just text. You can do design that's various graphics. I mean, there's infinite ways to go about designing shirts. But if you have all this data of what's been working in the past, the past is often a good predictor of what's going to work in the future. Instead of you having to remember what's what worked, you can go to your products tab, scroll down. It's all right there. <laughs> do a quick scroll through of what's been working for you and, you know, double down on what's been working. Uh, the product tab. So the product tab, I think it's underutilized by most people. What's cool is if you expand the filters, and this is where I find myself um, using it the most in the past, you can do things like created date, has sold, 
and you can do pending removal and you can use some combination of those or just honestly go to pending removal and set to 91 to 180 days. Everybody that's in a lower tier, you can use this and then you can bulk delete products to free up space for new submissions. If you are maxed out on your uploads and you've got unproductive uploads that are from Christmas of 2021, go in, delete those. You can go into your products tab, do a keyword search for Christmas, set has sold to no. Okay, so search Christmas has sold, no. And then bulk delete. And then you free up all these upload slots for 100 days of school. You know, we talked about niche selection yesterday, but there's niches that are working really well. Uh, there's also the research tab. We talked about this yesterday, so let's just breeze through it again. Uh, by default, you see the best sellers. You can do keyword searches. You can actually toggle between a match type when you do keyword searches. This is similar to how Amazon ads work. We're going to talk a little bit about ads tomorrow. Probably can't get too in-depth, but we're, we're going to talk about it. You can search by product type. Um, right now, you know, this is what the best sellers look like. Notice it filters out the big brands, so we don't have to worry about scrolling past them. Uh, it's showing us what customers are buying, and you can actually do a quick scan and see a lot of this 100 days of school niche, a lot of this Valentine's Day niche, a lot of dinosaurs, and some cats, right? Some video games. Uh, so you can kind of just get a quick like idea of what's selling really well and factor that into your decision-making process for niche selection and design. Why leave it to chance? <laughs> we don't need to guess. It's It's right here in front of us. Uh, I don't like to guess. Anyways, um, you can get like an in-depth drill down into the products by just clicking them in the research tab. You can see like what keywords are driving the most traffic. You can see BSR, sales estimate, price, um, reviews, etc. cetera. Uh, you can, uh, what is this? You can do a keyword search. As I mentioned, you can fil filter by future trends. This is going to show you shirts that have seen a significant jump in BSR recently, which is indicative of big increase in sales. So that could, you know, there could be some trend that's upcoming that nobody knows about uh, that you would find pretty early by looking at future trends because they don't need to be the best sellers. They're just saying, hey, went from bad BSR to good BSR really um, in a short period of time. You can sort by lowest BSR, which is pretty much the same as best sellers. It's not always the exact same, but roughly. Uh, and then you can look at new designs and look for trends in new submitted designs. Um, this is li that's literally what it sounds like. All right, and you can just scroll down forever and it's just gonna keep showing you more and more products. So it's pretty useful. Uh, great functionality. It's one click away if you upgrade to Pro Plus. All right, research tab is Pro Plus. Now, we're about to move on to design. Thank you for allowing me to do that. Uh, I felt like I needed to show Pretty Merch some love for inviting me to host this webinar series. Pretty Merch is free if you just install the extension. If you upgrade to Pro, you get the analytics and products tab. If you upgrade to Pro Plus, you get the research tab as well. Here's the thing. This is why it's relevant. There is a promo code that they put together for you. It's Jumpstart22. If you use that, and you sign up for the annual plan, you know, the annual plan's already discounting it for you, all right? But if you use the promo code with the annual plan, you save 35% on Pretty Merch Pro, or if you get Pro Plus, you save 45%. So it's a pretty darn good deal. Um, I use Pro Plus, obviously. So I just wanted to make sure everybody was clear about that. Uh, and now that we got that out the way, thank you. Our goal today is to increase sales. We've kind of gone through the process of understanding Merch by Amazon, the ecosystem, that was day one. The replay for day one is on my YouTube. It's also on the Pretty Merch Facebook page. Okay, so you can go catch the replay for day one. Day two, the replays are also available in the same place. We talked about niche research, niche selection, <laughs> because again, you can guess or you can just kind of follow the customers and sell what we know they're buying. So um, that's that's typically the, the approach I would recommend for immediate sales, sales in the immediate future, at least. All right, so the curriculum, Today is we're focusing on design. That is a critical element 
when it comes to selling print on demand products. Now, I always like to ask, like, why is it that design is important? It's kind of hard to argue that it's not important. You know what I mean? It, it, there's a lot of reasons. There's a lot of right answers. I don't know how many wrong answers there are, but I think kind of a low hanging fruit answer is we're selling when we sell print on demand, generally speaking, at least with merch by Amazon, uh, it's, it's apparel, right? It's, it's a lot of shirts, but it's a lot of just in general apparel. It can be tank tops, long sleeve shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, zip sweatshirts, pop sockets on our phone. You guys want to see mine? It's, uh, <laughs> it's Pablo. You probably could have guessed. Um, that's the little micro chihuahua. Uh, it's phone cases. It's, it's all that it's whatever new products that they get in the future too. I'm sure there'll be new ones. Uh, these things are, you know, they're fashion. They're meant to be aesthetically pleasing. So in summary, to me, like a bad design most likely just won't sell period. Even if it's the only option, like people don't want to wear like ugly designs and yes, it's subjective. So it's not like we can say definitively, Hey, it's, it's ugly, but, uh, Amazon's algorithm, they can monitor impressions and impressions that get clicks increase a click-through rate impressions that don't get clicked negatively affect click-through rate. They're able to algorithmically track all of these things at scale. And a, as you would imagine, a high click-through rate indicates relevance. It indicates that customers like that product because they keyword searched it. Then they click that product. Okay. High click-through rate is going to bump you up the search but more valuable than click-through rate, as we've said earlier, but it's conversion rate, right? It's not just that you clicked it, it's that you added to cart and you purchased it. You know, we all kind of know and understand this, but it's worth kind of reminding that, um, you know, a good design gonna get clicked more, gonna get purchased more. And then it's gonna get favored by the algorithm, increase your organic rank, increase your exposure, increase your sales. It's kind of this flywheel effect, you know, it, it kind of feeds off of itself. Um, all right. Uh, resources for design. It says resource. I probably made a typo here. Uh, yeah. So Merch by Amazon in their resource section has a bunch of good stuff. I'm going to try to kind of breeze through the need to know, but also if you're on YouTube, I went ahead ahead of time and updated the description. I don't think Facebook lets me, but I, I honestly didn't try. Uh, I get scared to mess with Facebook when I've like pre-scheduled the, the live stream. In YouTube, though, you can go right now to the description and everything that I show you that's like a resource or a tool um, or a recommendation of another YouTuber that's good at design, it's all down there. I'll also, if you're on the email list, I will email you all of these links afterwards along with where you can watch the replay. All right. Trying to make your life easy. But before we get into like anything crazy about design, let's just go into the Merch by Amazon resources and actually see what they have to say about the core principles, the fundamentals of doing this design, right? So they put out product templates for us. And I mean, honestly, do I use any of these? No, I really only care about the dimensions, which are those pixel dimensions you see there. So for t-shirts, well, actually, you know what? Um, you can actually see it here. I just, you scroll down in the page. So for t-shirts, v-necks, tank tops, raglan shirts, long sleeve sweatshirts, and the backside of hoodies. Yes, most people don't know this. You can upload to the back of most of these Merch by Amazon products. It increases the cost when you do that and it doesn't show up in the thumbnail that people see when they're looking through search results. So do I normally upload to the back? Almost never. I think I've done it like once selling one of those like security shirts. You know how like, you know, you go to a bar and there's people running security. Um, I think I sold one of those on Amazon and I put it on the back. So that was probably the only time because I don't, I don't want it to eat into my profits. 
So uh, in this resource page, you can actually see like in what cases you would want to design for various dimensions. Uh, also just wanted to mention guys that when you're exporting your finished designs that are gonna be uploaded to Merch by Amazon, we probably already all already know this, but you wanna save it as a PNG format with transparency. So don't, like if you had in your Photoshop or whatever app you use to design, if you had a black background, turn off the background, leave it transparent. <laughs> then export it as a PNG and that's what you'll upload. And we'll cover the upload process tomorrow. Uh, the maximum file size is 25 megabytes. Um, Detour shirts, Juna, shout out, man. I'm going to plug your channel later. It's a, you know, ruin that surprise. But yeah, Juna is one of the best uh, print on demand, like YouTube designers out there. He does a lot of tutorials. That's his, that's his wheelhouse. So he's, he's really great at it. Um, so yeah, so these are the 4,500 pixel by 5,400 pixel dimension uh, uses. My default template for any time I start a new design session for Merch by Amazon, I started these dimensions, 4,500 pixels with 5,400 pixels height. That's my, when I say standard dimensions, that's what I'm talking about right there. That's what I refer to. Uh, you can upload to hoodies, but you're going to have to change the dimensions. All right, 4,500 pixels with 4,050 pixels height. Pop socket, 485 by 485 pixels. Also, with them, you can actually have a background. You don't have to turn off the background for pop sockets. Um, it's probably a best practice, honestly, to export with a background enabled, whether it's a pattern or a solid color. Um, so, uh, same for phone cases, by the way, with the backgrounds. All right, phone case dimensions, 1,800 by 3,200 pixels. And if you use the link, which I will email out, the page on the Amazon Merch Resources has all of these dimensions in one place. So if you need one place to look because you don't you don't have them memorized, you just go there. All right. Uh, pillows and th and uh, tote bags, two thousand nine hundred twenty-five pixels by two thousand nine hundred twenty-five, so square. And that works for the sixteen by sixteen inch and the eighteen by eighteen inch pillows. So it works for both. We got Miss V said she's already subscribed to Juna. <laughs> Me too. I am too. And I have a quick tip for you guys. We just talked about all of these dimensions. It does get a little messy when it's all these different dimensions we have to memorize for designing different products. Well, get this, guys. There is a tool called Merch Resize. It's merchresize.com. You can put it in your web browser right now. Completely free to use. You don't need to register. It doesn't upload your files to my knowledge. I think it just runs locally on your computer. Yeah, it says that right there. All files are stored on your computer. So it just it's just gonna allow your computer to resize files for you in the dimensions you need. So what I do is I'll take my standard dimension products and um, I'll upload them. You know, that's 4,500 by 5,400 pixels, drag, drop. And then you can click the drop down there and you can say, export this as a pop socket, as a hoodie, as a iPhone case, as a Samsung case. By the way, it's extremely useful for uh, the phone cases because the iPhone and Samsung cases have the cameras in different places. So when you use this, it will account for that so that you don't just have like the design get clipped by the where the camera is because you didn't account for. Um, yeah, nice to see merch resize. A couple people like it uh, that knew about it already. So it's very useful, guys. And the fact that it's like free, it takes two seconds. You don't have to register. You know what I mean? Drag, drop. Click the drop down, click download. So super simple. Uh, Productor, yeah. See, I'm guilty of not using Productor too much, but that's another really awesome uh, free Chrome extension that you guys can check out. It does resizing as well as you create the listings. I need to mess around with that. Um, sometimes it crashes on me because I just have too many pro um, 
too many products, but all right, cool. Yeah, I need to check out product or two. Uh, does it change the DPI? I'm not sure, honestly. Uh, so yeah, so let's look at some design apps, all right? I briefly referenced design apps a second ago, but I didn't really talk about you know what I recommend. So there are two that I wanna recommend that are probably the most accessible to everybody watching. The first is gonna be Canva. Canva is an extremely user-friendly web browser based. So you don't need to download anything and run it on your computer. It just runs in your web browser. So go download Google Chrome, you know, probably the most popular web browser very fast. Uh, and then go to Canva. And those two are going to work together very well. Um, and yeah, you can do so much in Canva. However, there's a free and there's a paid. And I have a free alternative for you. So if you don't want to pay extra money, don't feel pressured to use Canva. But I wanted to just show you that like, if you have a Canva account, you can do so much in there. Like they have templates for videos, posters, Instagram posts, a bunch of pre-made logo templates, Facebook posts, Facebook covers, Instagram stories. They have like everything. Um, these are just a few, by the way. Like you can actually go in and type in like YouTube channel and it's going to say YouTube channel header, YouTube channel logo. Like it has everything basically pre-built so that you can be like a professional graphic designer without needing to know how to design. Uh, a lot of people that sell gigs on Fiverr you know, for graphic design, they just have a Canva subscription <laughs> and whatever people order, uh, they just go to Canva and they crank it out in like two seconds and then go um, send it, you know, on Fiverr and they collect the money. So it's a pretty good, it can be a pretty good deal. Uh, in Canva though, you could just click create design, custom dimensions, 4,500, 5,400, and you'd be good to go. Um, yeah, free Canva can do a lot too, but can anybody correct me if I'm wrong? Like, can you export transparent PNGs in free Canva? I thought that was like the one thing that they did where they didn't let you export transparent PNGs. Um, and that got people to upgrade. I think, I think. Brendan, what's up, man? I did an interview with Brendan on my channel a couple months back. Uh, hope all is well. Thanks for stopping by, man. The other thing I wanted to recommend is called Photopea. And it may be called Photop because it would make sense if it was Photop. It's photo and then P-E-A. Um, so either way. However you pronounce it, I'm texting uh, my girlfriend, Marielle, because she was going to stop in and talk about fonts. Fonts, I think, is the next thing we're going to talk about. So she, I told her, I was like, come come to the live stream. She's downstairs uh, and we'll talk fonts because I know she's she's big into the font stuff. But anyways, photo Photopia, I call it Photopia. Um, this is like literally they cloned Photoshop. I don't know how they did this. And then they built it into a web browser. Okay, so like you don't have to download anything. You can literally go photopia.com right now. You don't need to register. You don't need to pay. You can start doing graphic design with almost the full functionality of Photoshop in your web browser completely free. And they're not going to make you pay to, to export transparent PNGs. Um, yeah, you can't export SVG in Canva without upgrading and you can't do transparency without upgrading. So thank you for letting me know. Um, yeah, so anyways, at least you have Photopia that if, you know, Everybody has their preferences. I recommend experimenting with different design apps, figuring out what you like, what works for you. I personally am a creature of habit since I've been like a computer nerd since I was 13 years old. I use Photoshop. That's like my go-to. Uh, so I don't use Photopia. I just use actual Photoshop, you know, and somehow my, uh, my web development job, which I left almost two years ago, uh, probably 23 months. It was like February when I left it. I still have their... <laughs> Photoshop login and they're still paying for my Photoshop. So knock on wood, uh, it's free. So love it. Get that first sale. I think you missed yesterday. Yesterday I said, um, sell in the hundred days. Oh yeah. Well, okay. Today we're going to do this, the design. So 
I guess if you piece all of this together, it's understanding the rules, good niche selection, good design, and then upload it with good keywords. So I guess it's going to be tomorrow when we put it all together. Um, but I think we'll demystify quite a bit today because I think bad design gets in the way of a lot of people achieving success selling print on demand, even though it's subjective. All right, fonts, fonts, anybody there? Like a green screen behind me. Well, let's talk about fonts really quickly. Uh, I wanted to make a suggestion of Google fonts. Okay. Not many people think about fonts. They just think like, ah, oh, you know, it's about graphics, right? We're selling t-shirts. It's all about the graphics. Well, I think it's more or less about the text. That's what comes into my mind first. Uh, Google fonts has probably, I don't want to say definitively, but probably oh, GIMP. Yeah. GIMP guys. GIMP can be used. GIMP affinity designer. So GIMP is free. I've downloaded it, but it was just weird. So I uninstalled it pretty quickly. Uh, GIMP is a free designer as well. And you can use it to like clear your backgrounds that you export from, um, from Canva. Okay. If you guys don't have a great selection of fonts available to you, I would recommend checking out what I believe is the largest free library of fonts on the internet where you don't need to worry about if it's like open source and free to use, right? And commercially, uh, commercial licensed. You don't need to worry about any of that. If it's on Google fonts, you're good to go. All right. So you can go to google.com slash fonts or fonts.google.com. Uh, I'm going to email out a link to this later. So you don't have to worry if you, you know, aren't going to do it right now. Uh, but there's just so many fonts to choose from here and they have a search function. So you can do things like search for bold, you know, or you can search for the name of the font. You can actually search for the thickness of the font. You know, it's Google engineers, man. They, um, yeah, Adobe has a free font library as well. Uh, I used to use it. I mean, I, I used to work as a web developer on like a bunch of nonprofits. What was it called? It was called, um, something cloud. I can't remember. Uh, creative cloud. Was it creative cloud? Yeah. Adobe's got a great library of fonts, but like they make you kind of pay, you know what I mean? So I, I don't like to pay for the fonts. Uh, but they did have a huge selection. Um, what was the one I really liked? can't remember. What was it? Uh, there was one font I loved and it was like only available through Adobe. I can't remember the name. Um, do I have an MBA template? Yeah, I use a template. The template's dimensions are predefined at 4,500 by 5,400 um, that I use. Uh, so anyways, with Google fonts, guys, like this is, it's nice because, you know, again, you don't have to question if you have the rights to use the font. You can just go in and use it. Um, I put together a quick example of railway font. Okay. So I just went to, I mean, I have some of these memorized because you can use Google fonts in websites. So when I did a lot of web development, um, you know, you could go to Google fonts and get like a, you could just copy paste one line of code and pull in a custom font to your website. So if people didn't have railway font, for instance, installed, you can still come to a website page that I run. And it will still render in railway because your client's going to go request it from Google fonts, download it temporarily and render in that font. Um, so I know nobody cares, but that's just, <laughs> I used to use Google fonts a lot. Anyways, you can also download them, install them on your machine, which is what you're going to want to do for print on demand. And uh, anyways, this is railway font. So I went into my merch template in Photoshop. Um, my merch template, I've got already some text that's curved, right? So I don't have to go in and like recurve the text every single time that I want to make a new design, uh, I just go click into the text layer that's already curved, which you can go to YouTube. I've got, uh, a, I think, one or two tutorials on how to curve text up there on YouTube. And um, I can, I guess, link to that as well uh, if you guys want. And so look at this design. Like, this is nothing crazy. This is actually pretty darn easy. Uh, Marielle, is that you? Yes. You going to stop by? Yep. 
All right, we just kind of I'm wrapping up talking about fonts, but uh, did you want to recommend any fonts? Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> now there's no specific fonts that like. What are your favorites? That's hard. I mean, I like Impact. I like Edmund Texture. Um, now one thing I do do for impact, sure. Impact. So Impact. Yeah. Uh, impact on like capitals only. Yeah. Um, Here, hold up there. And then what I do do though is whenever I'm doing like Halloweeny Christmas fonts, I keep a list of any font that I download that's in that realm. That way I have an easy to go to list. Yeah, writing down a list of your fonts is definitely a um but I like a pro strategy. Them. So this Edmund Texture font is one of like my go-tos as well for print on demand because it comes distressed. <laughs> the distressed fonts look great. Yeah. You know, distressing designs too. looks great. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's kind of outside the scope of what I'll probably cover today because, you know, we're trying to do this in like an hour. Um, but you can find tutorials of how to distress entire designs in most um, apps and whatnot. Is there an app? Oh, look at this. Almost like it's pre-planned. Is there an app to identify what font you see? Now, I particularly use either Google Fonts. But you're outside of the... Sorry, camera. Yeah. I've got too many chihuahuas over here. Okay, stay. So I typically, you know, on Photoshop, you can go to something called um, select, I think up at the top, or it's actually type up at the top. So if I'm like trying to recreate someone else's font, I will literally drag their uh, screenshot. Type. Yes. This works? Type and oh, then match you go to font. match font. Oh, cool. So you drag someone else's photo in and then you do the match font and then it will tell you the fonts that are close to it within Photoshop as well as fonts that you can purchase through Adobe or et cetera outside of what you already have. So what's the tool that you use to match other than this? Isn't there a web-based one? Not, no? not that I usually use this one just for convenience. Cause I'll be already in Photoshop trying to make a design. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty spot on. I do have to say now I also like Google fonts too. Somebody said there's something called what the font. Oh yeah. <laughs> what the font is. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I guess there's what the font is. Um, that's actually a good suggestion. So thank you for that. Um, somebody said Cooper font never fails. Uh, what the font Jason says, the font. Yeah. There's a lot of the like font, font web websites font. that have fonts index and stuff that you can download, but just make sure that you check the commercial license. Um, not all the fonts there, like they may say you can download it, but not for commercial use. So you do want to, um, you know, always kind of check that and, you know, play by the rules. Cause this is a long-term business model. Uh, you know, want to want to kind of play by the rules and protect yourself long term all right did you yeah. want to recommend anything else for your fonts not that i can think of what so yeah so impact font um i have i like one called league gothic that's like kind of tall bold and thin yeah so you can jam a bunch of letters in uh, all at once yeah i'm trying to think i can't really think of any other ones off the top of my head but like i said i usually keep a cheat sheet list of any fonts that i download Write down your favorite fonts yeah. um like i've got them categorized as halloween christmas you know traditional fonts and things that i use most commonly but i would say bold impactful yeah the bold um, is pretty much a no-brainer because that it's going to show better in your thumbnails and um get a higher click-through rate so recommended bold is better yep bold is better all right thanks for stopping by no problem. appreciate it and after this we're gonna go get my passport and get lunch because we're gonna travel on friday so that's that's the plan after this uh all right let's move on oh yeah so this design though guys this is how i do a lot of my designs 
and it is pretty um hopefully like straightforward hopefully it's not like blowing anybody's minds with my graphic design ability because i'm not a good designer and actually all i really did to create this design was find a good niche which we talked about yesterday and then edit some text in a pre-built template right so this is a template i use and i just put lorem ipsum you know latin placeholders so that when i open the template then i'm like all right i'm going to change the text to whatever niche i want to enter like i can change 100th day of school to something completely different to um whatever you know i don't i can't think of something right now of course but like a funny valentine's day i might swap the graphic for valentine's day but um yeah so now you're probably wondering like ryan that graphic in the middle that's pretty cool like where did you get that graphic resource now i'm gonna plug some of my favorite resources for graphics because i personally am not a great graphic designer all right but if you are you know stick to your strengths i know we're talking about graphics and i just admitted i'm not a great graphic designer but you know Ultimately, I think our shared goal is to increase sales and sales do not require strength as a graphic designer. All right. And also, I just want to like, this is something that I always think of, like I'm, I'm obsessed with like how long it takes me to get stuff done, because, you know, if, if you can shorten that, you get more things done. You're more efficient, if, whether it's Amazon merch or anything else in life. I don't think there's necessarily a correlation between how long you spend doing something and how good the quality is um, of the outcome. In some things, it's probably true, but not in everything. Like I was a web developer. The best web developers got stuff done quickly, not 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 over a long period of time. Because if you're really good, you know how to do it. You just get it done. Um, graphic design. Like if if Juna's up here doing graphic design uh, from Detour Shirts, and I'm over here doing graphic design, he's gonna crush me, and he's gonna do it in a fraction of the time, and his is gonna be so much better because he's way better than me, right? So sometimes we like try really hard on something, but it's over time, we repetitive, we keep showing up, we keep trying to get better and we'll get better over time. But if you're trying really hard, but you're also a beginner, the outcome may not be great. So the point of me sharing that is if your strength is not graphic design, you can keep practicing and getting better, but don't feel compelled to sell a graphic. That's not good. Just do text only, do text only, or check out some of these resources that I'm going to share with you that I personally use in a lot of my print on demand designs, because if you let the professionals do it and you use their graphics, the, the person buying your product doesn't know and they don't care. And you have a better you know, outcome than if you tried to do it yourself and you didn't do a great job. All right. So that's that's really what I was trying to say. Juna says distressed designs also help potentially against copycats can be harder to knock out backgrounds for sure. For sure. Yeah. Although, you know, there's <laughs> You know, there's definitely like you go into Photoshop and there's definitely ways, you know, to uh, the magic wand is what most people know. But there's definitely a, those other ways of, of selecting colors and stuff. I'm sure Juna knows what I'm talking about. Uh, graphic resources. All right. So I want to recommend, again, just my personal favorites. All right. This is just me speaking. I'm sure there's so many places to get graphics. Um, but, you know, these are what I personally spend most of my time using. All Sunsets is one of the most affordable graphic design resources out there. I think they don't do monthly. I think it's just an annual plan and they actually hooked it up and um, they set me up with a page for this webinar because I told them I would um, give them a shout out. And I think they took off like 10, 15, 20% off of the price. So you it comes to like $3 a month. And the graphic that I was using it right here is one of my favorite ones that they have on their website, but they've got like hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of these style sunset designs that they sell, you know, all year round. And you can use them in so many different niches. So um, again, whether you use them or not, <laughs> I use them all the time. Uh, so this is just a screenshot of some of the ones I had previously downloaded. You can see lots of different colors, tropical vibes, 
sometimes they overlay graphics uh, on top, like the the football. I think when I downloaded those, I was doing a football series. Football is like my obsession. It's like one of my biggest um, interests outside of like running these online businesses that dominate my time. <laughs> I love the NFL. So I did a bunch of like fantasy football shirts and use these sunsets. Uh, they also have another website for the same price, same discount right now available called All American Graphics. If you guys are into politics, politics is something that people get very excited about, whether it's anti this or pro this, right? Pro this, anti whatever. Uh, the last two years specifically, we know we've been selling a lot of politics, politically charged things, um, independent of what you actually like care about in your own political lean. We can make a lot of money <laughs> catering to both sides on any topic, any politicized topic. All American graphics makes it very easy. Um, I don't, I can't really point cause this isn't how I normally do my green screen, but, uh, if you can see where I'm moving my mouse, like second row on the right hand side, those little like us flag circles, you can put text like above below in the middle. Uh, the sunglasses sell extremely well, the lips underneath there. Uh, and I'm, you wouldn't sell these as is you would go do some niche research and just add text and mat, you know, match the color. You know what I mean? Add text, match the color to blue, match the color to red. Uh, you don't have to overthink these things. And if you need inspiration, go back to yesterday's lecture where we talk about doing research, scroll through Amazon, scroll through Etsy, scroll through Redbubble, scroll through, scroll through Google Shopping. Get inspiration of how the best-selling designs are formatted. You don't need to clone them, but like take notes. Like it's not that you're copying a designer. You're literally using it to study what the customers want because customers have so many options but the cream rises to the top. The ones that they like the most tend to be what um, you'll see at the top of search results. So take a take a hint, you know, take a cue. Uh, Vexels. This is another one. It's a little bit pricier, but they have a whole bunch. I'm not trying to sell you on these, so let's just get through it quickly. Uh, but they have like pre-made designs where you don't need to actually like do any edits to them. They're they're just ready to be uploaded, uh, and then it kind of turns into a marketing battle between you and anybody else selling them. And then they have design elements similar to what I just showed you, but a lot of varying design elements. Um, so not just sunsets basically, uh, but you know, a little bit pricier and you can also like request designs. They've got other cool stuff that they do. Uh, creative Fabrica, the last one I wanted to talk about that I use regularly and someone had already mentioned it earlier. Creative Fabrica also, uh, they do like fonts, they do pre-made graphics, they do like SVG bundles. Uh, it's kind of like a whole marketplace where you can actually, if you're a good designer, you can make your own stuff and upload it to Creative Fabrica and sell it. Uh, shout out to uh, Will here. Very great software. Check out his YouTube channel. He's my buddy. Uh, we work together on, on various projects. <laughs> he sells a lot of political stuff. And then underneath them, they say, people love the uh, red, white, and blue designs, not just pol political. And yes, that's a good point as well. And, you know, July 4th, <laughs> if you use all American graphics and you get some designs up that are good ahead of July 4th, you'll pay for your subscription in like a week. You know what I mean? Because uh, we know that July 4th run-up, you're going to sell just a ton of those. Uh, so yeah, Creative Fabrica, tons of stuff. I wanted to plug one tool, though, that they have specifically. Because if you're watching this, and I'm talking too quickly, and you're kind of still like, Ryan, what are you saying? Um, well, for one, the one thing I will say, and I apologize for talking fast, is that text-only designs with a good font that's big and bold works. I did an interview like two years ago with somebody who sold over $300,000 on Merch by Amazon using his phone, using an app that just does text. Okay. So text only works. I don't care what anybody says it works. The second thing I want to say is that you can actually make crazy good designs using a tool like this. This is with your creative Fabrica subscription. 
they call it um they don't call it word cloud they call it something like font font cloud they call it something weird to me this is a word cloud designer it is extremely easy to use you can add your custom words you can upload a custom shape so if you wanted to do it in the shape of a heart which they probably already have in the pre-built shapes that you can see on the left hand side there but if you wanted to say oh it's valentine's day you know oh dude this would be crazy all right i'm thinking out loud here as i say this miss v says she loves creative fabrica timster says she uh, he loves um creative market as well yeah creative market's got a ton of stuff uh there is so much though you can get overwhelmed but ready for this i'm gonna think out loud for two seconds go to etsy sell a custom valentine's day shirt i mean this may be super corny you know but whatever people buy corny stuff and sell a heart-shaped word cloud design with personalization enabled and charge like 25 30 bucks for it because people are going to be like wait you're going to actually design this with like me and my significant other's name in it you know it could just be the two names and then like love forever you know what i mean like fluff fluff words right because you can just <laughs> you literally just copy paste it into here click go you can change the color scheme from blue to red they actually have pre-built color schemes as well and you can change the font if you need to but this one works pretty well honestly it's called pacifico and you can sell personalized word cloud etsy valentine's day heart shape or any shape really designs and it takes like 10 seconds to i mean it takes like 30 seconds to do when you hit go you probably have to wait 10 seconds before it generates it um but you can do it in like a minute <laughs> how simple is that right uh, and then, you know, hit download design, export as PNG. You're good to go. Uh, so I love that idea. Uh, Paul likes word swag. Uh, text only designed from the app store. Um, did one of a Taekwondo person two days ago in on the shape font. Yeah. So guys, if you have, if you put it this way, if you sign up for Creative Fabrica, like if you decide that it's worthwhile and you can actually go and search around before you have to like decide whether or not you want to pay a subscription, like they have the fonts, the graphics, et cetera. But like, this is a tool that's underutilized. These things sell extremely well. Um, I know that like with uh, Black History Month coming up too, a lot of the top sellers in the Black History Month uh, related niches, they do a lot of word cloud stuff. At least I can think of a couple of um, really well-selling designs. Shape Cloud. Thank you, Lester. Um, Tim says Vexels has great designers on staff. They for sure do. They have crazy good designers. All right. Uh, design YouTubers. I mentioned, I wanted to plug some other people's channels because they are much better at this than I am. All right. Detour shirts, Juna shout out. He was in the chat. He's probably still here. Um, Hey, he is just really good at print on demand in general, but his specialty, the thing that I think he excels most at, if we had to choose one, uh, is design. You know, he's a great graphic designer. Um, his I'll link to it in the description of this video, but also if you're on the email list, I will uh, email you a link to his channel as well. Hey, subscribing on YouTube is completely free. So why not? Right. Also, Michael Essick, another really, he doesn't have as many like subscribers. I don't know why, but like, he's really good at print on demand, optimized, uh, graphic design. You know what I mean? So definitely show him some love, check out his channel. Uh, and yeah, whoops. Did I not clear out these slides? <laughs> I think it's time for Q and a, there we go. All right. Whoops. I've been using these slides as kind of a template. All right, it's 148, guys. We are 48 minutes in. I think we've pretty much covered like what I intended to cover today. I hope this was useful. Um, if I were to do like a live demo, it would literally just be like, let's go into Photoshop and make an impact font, you know, text only design is really what I would be doing right now. Like, I don't like to make things complicated. I mean, there's a time and a place for everything. Like I do sell 
uh, online courses about how I go about doing this stuff. But as you would imagine in those courses, I start small, start slow, start with fundamentals and build from there. Uh, and then in those courses that are self-paced, we have more time than just like an, a one hour live stream to get into like how to do things step by step. Uh, so it's a better scenario um, over there. Uh, any questions though, for what we covered today, Michael Essick, Matthew says he's inspirational. Yeah, he's good. He does live streams too. Um, me and Juna have done a couple live streams. Juna, the legend, a lot of fans in this chat. Angela, happy to help. Thank you for stopping by. Choose Happiness used a Bigfoot graphic off Creative Fabrica and Sunsets. Yeah, I love the Bigfoot stuff. Um, I'm not a Bigfoot hunter, although I do like to listen to podcasts and stuff and just hear what people, you know, what they say about it. You know, people that have experienced with the uh, supernatural, paranormal, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and Bigfoot designs, man, I've I've definitely sold more than a few because I, I I just get excited about that niche. So ideas pop into my head and then um and I just you know I have I have basically infinite slots, two hundred thousand slots on merch by Amazon. So I just run with it. I just go and I upload it and see what happens. Timster's been using Illustrator since the '90s, so you're probably a superior, uh, for sure, superior graphic designer to me. Uh, Illustrator's definitely like better than Photoshop uh, for print-on-demand design. I'm just a creature of habit. I like Photoshop because that's what I know, so I, I, I work in there. How can you move on from tier 10? Uh, I would recommend just, you know, sell min-price standard t-shirts in the big niches. If you're not a good designer, uh, either get a subscription to use other people's graphics or do text-only designs and just follow the trends. That's my recommendation. Can you run ads on Amazon for political? No. That's like Amazon's one policy. Um, they probably did that because of uh, the whole, what was it? The, what was that thing? The Facebook, remember the Facebook thing? There was a, uh, I can't, I'm not like a big into politics, but what was it called? Cambridge Analytica, Cambridge Analytica. That's what I was looking for. And now that I said that, I'm probably like flagged on YouTube. YouTube's like, oh, he said a trigger word. Uh oh, you know? Um, yeah, but I think ever since that, that whole thing, uh, political advertising has been like under very tight scrutiny. Matthias, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for stopping by, by the way. Sunset Renewal, 25 for a year. Yeah, that's a pretty darn good deal. It's less than uh, less than $3 a month. Yes, I'm good at math. That is less than three. Uh, also, again, if you're going to do the sunsets, use the link because you'll actually save more money. <laughs> and if you're not on YouTube, just wait for my email because they set up a special page for people watching this live stream to get whatever percentage off. I should have memorized it. Um, what does Merch by Amazon do with your return shirts? I think in some cases they actually like sell it on your listing at a markdown. So that's why sometimes you'll make a sale and either make nothing or make like very less, like a lot less of a royalty. Does it help to edit old listings or delete old, make new? If the old hasn't sold, I would make it new because the old, if it's ever been seen and not clicked, bad click-through rate, you know, if it's been clicked and not purchased, you know, bad conversion rate. So uh, if it has sold though, we were, were speculating, but I have heard people have uh, attributed success of reviving old listings by going in, maybe editing the keywords or, you know, changing the price. I have heard people attribute that. Michael wants me to restart. <laughs> Hopefully uh, you can just kind of click back and, uh, and <laughs> rewatch. Pretty Merch Pro Plus in the research feature. Uh, not a fan. Old product show. Um, 
I don't know, man. I mean, when we looked yesterday and today, it was a lot of the best sellers, but uh, I know they're working on, you know, expanding it. It's still new. You know what I mean? What is it like a month old now? Um, but yeah, they're definitely expanding the functionality. So I'm excited to see what, what comes, what comes next, what becomes of it. I know. Oh yeah. Also they're working on a trademark tool that they're going to integrate into the app as well. So uh, that's going to be useful. Cause I know there were questions about trademark tool yesterday. Uh, Michael S I'm not on his monthly paid newsletter. So um, I can't speak to that with, from firsthand experience. You recommend seller central for selling shirts. I would definitely seller central guys. It costs $40 a month to get the pro seller account. That is how you sell on Amazon. The intended way like merch by Amazon is like kind of a pared down alternative way to sell on Amazon's catalog. Seller central is how they intended for us to sell on Amazon. Uh, if you sell t-shirts, they're going to be FBM fulfilled by merchant, not FBA with the prime checkbox. Uh, merch by Amazon gets the prime checkbox. So it's very hard to compete with merch by Amazon products uh, with your FBM listings. However, I always list my best sellers through seller central because sometimes for whatever reason, people buy the FBM products and not the merch product that's FBA or, you know, prime. It's not FBA, I guess. Well, it is, it's fulfilled by Amazon. Um, but like two years ago now in 2020, remember when merch closed for a month, if that ever happens again, or, you know, if anybody's been selling on merch for a long time, like in the fourth quarter, they've sold out of specific SKUs and they've kind of throttled people's ability to make sales. That was probably like late 2017 or 2018, if I remember, but if that ever happens and you're selling through seller central, you're going to see a huge spike in sales. All right. You can go back to my income report from whatever month it was. Was it April of 2020 or May? And like, I saw a huge spike in sales of FBM products because I was listing through seller central. Now it's impossible for me to do all my listings through seller central, but like, cause I have too many, but I do do a ton, especially the best sellers. <laughs> Jason, I see what you said, Jason. Funny comment. Uh, Timster, do you use t-shirt designs for Harley and love getting back onto it? Oh, used to do them for Harley. That's awesome. Great deal. Ryan, thank you for uh, struggling bad. Cool. How long do you think it's going to last? I'm not sure what that's in reference to. Hard for filling up tier 500. Uh, you can go with like a templated approach. You know, I'm always a believer too of like filling the upload slots and then going back in and deleting them. That's why the pretty merch product tab is so useful to help identify products that you can just delete and you're not going to miss. Like if I'm in when I was in tier 500, for instance, like I did a series of shirts related to international countries where I grabbed their um, country flag graphic because I downloaded like a bundle. So it was like pretty easy to grab them and, and move quickly. And I just did an international series because that came into my mind as a way of filling 20 upload slots a day, maxing out the 500 upload slots. And then later on, I can just go back in and delete them for better, more researched, better designed uh, listings. But like, you know, an empty upload slot makes zero dollars a hundred percent of the time and empty, you know, we, all, we all know that but like think about it for a second like if you have upload slots that aren't filled put anything up there make a text only big bold one word design it doesn't even matter what it says say happy right and then just upload that you have a chance at least of making some money as opposed to no chance with not using it uh best research tool for beginners i mean they all they all aim to do pretty much the same thing if you're a beginner though and you don't want to spend money just use just go to Amazon and just go to the best sellers, honestly, <laughs> or use my search merch tool, type nothing, and then click search t-shirts. How long is merch going to last? 
hopefully a long time. I mean, I read a job description on a YouTube video uh, in the middle of last year. And at the end of the job description, it was a job description for Merch by Amazon to join their team. And it said, we're just getting started. And that was in 2021. So, I mean, if they're just getting started, then like this could legitimately like maybe in like 10 years, I'll be doing YouTube videos talking about how I've made, you know, millions of dollars selling on Merch by Amazon, right? Who knows? Like, who knows for real? Uh, you saw, the, if you guys caught the beginning of this, like I had sold, um, I think I still have it over here. Yeah, I made, in, I did $337,000 in sales through Merch by Amazon in 2021. I have my income report right here. Um, I gotta find this tab again. Glad, hey, what's up, Juna? Talked about design today. Some newbies may think it's just about having ads or keywords. Yeah, for real. Um, before you get into like keywords and ads, design matters more. That's why we kind of did it in order uh, for this presentation. Uh, and But tomorrow, though, we will talk about like keyword selection and uh, ads and whatnot. If you do it in Seller Central, do you buy your own shirt and then ship it? Uh, I would recommend personally the Printful Amazon integration. Very few companies that can produce and ship these shirts for us have an Amazon Seller Central integration. Printful is one of the few. Uh, and it's free. So you can integrate Printful with Seller Central and create your t-shirt listing through Printful after it's integrated with your account. So you you, you integrate it. It's a one-time thing. When it's done, it's done. And then you just kind of bookmark their website and push products throughout the day. Like I push new products throughout the day. Um, any thoughts on using Productor? I just don't have that much experience with Productor. The main reason I use it is to like export um, all of my products for ads, but I need to like experiment more with product here, honestly. I always say if somebody's an expert on product here, by the way, like you just email me and tell me like what utility you think is most useful um, when using it. You know, my email is ryan at ryanhoag.com. If you can't fill your slots, just duplicate listings with inverted colors. That's a great tip. Like for real, like just invert your colors. If you have a black version, make a white version or vice versa. Uh, just to fill your slots. You can always delete them later. Thoughts on scalable designs. Yeah, I mean, I... I personally in tier 200,000 do a lot of this. Um, I use a Chrome extension called automate POD, which you really don't need if you're not in like tier 20,000 plus. Uh, and it can automate like doing a templated design approach. So I can say world's best doctor, world's best teacher, world's best, whatever. <laughs> and uh, it does it for me. It switches it, downloads it and um, makes life a lot easier. If you delete one that's sold, does it go away as part of your... Uh, I, I think the sale still counts, honestly, but I'm not 100% sure because I've never deleted a design that's sold. Actually, I probably have, but I don't think I paid that close attention to whether or not it counts. Um, do you integrate with someone like Printful? Yeah, Printful is what I would use. Problem where I try perfecting a design takes a lot of time. You know, yeah, I mean, everybody struggles with that, like, perfection right we're like chasing perfection uh but like yeah like as a function of your time you know if you've got 10 upload slots to fill today and you spend too long on the first design you may only get one design uploaded instead of 10 so you got to kind of figure out what works for you oh shout out all sunsets they hope everybody makes lots of money yes they've certainly helped me make a lot of money so thanks for stopping by uh any tips to get approval for merch by amazon um i you know I think that the approval is automated. I don't think any human reads them. So I think you just keep applying and uh, hoping for the best, honestly. Good luck. Time to factor in. Seizing sales opportunities, eliminating competition, keywords, intersection of niches, which is more important for designers. I, again, I think you just want to chase the trends. 
not even evaluate competition in tier 10, like just follow the trends. Cause the trends meaning like where are the most customers buying right now? I showed earlier that hundred days of school, Valentine's day gaming. I know gaming's generic, but there was like a gaming Valentine's day shirt that was doing really well. For instance, just follow those trends. Don't be afraid to delete designs that don't sell and upload a new one. How can I see details on reviews? Um, I've never looked for a filter of products that have reviews or not. Uh, so I'm not sure if it exists. Are you allowed to advertise your own shirts on Instagram? Yeah, you, you definitely can. But it's hard to track conversions unless you're selling through Seller Central with brand registry. So if you can't track conversions, you're missing out on a lot of valuable data. So it's going to make it hard to make that um, profitable. Merch Momentum, someone shouted out for good ideas. Uh, other NBA marketplaces, is there no one on the internet created a video how to search different marketplaces? There is. Um, it's this website right here, My Research Base. Uh, write this down, myresearchbase.com. They let you search the international marketplaces. So that's where I would go to uh, to do that. All right. Uh, G10 exemption is required for, yeah. So you need to have an Amazon Pro account for Seller Central, $40 a month. Then you can apply for the G10 exemption. Then you don't need to have UPC codes when you create new listings, which to me is required for print on demand because uh, UPC codes are costly. You know what I mean? You'll spend way more money. Uh, the G10 exemption is much easier now. All you have to do is go to the, you can probably Google it, like Amazon G10 exemption, click the first link, apply for the right categories. It only takes like a, two minutes now. It actually used to be much more complicated and then wait for approval. Um, use the brand name generic, G-E-N-E-R-I-C. Use that as your brand, your store, and it should work. You should be approved within 24 hours. That was a really quick way of saying it, but uh, I swear it works. Um yeah copy copycats they suck uh are the shirts on printful is good quality better quality in my opinion merch sells a company called port and company and the premium shirt is bella canvas 3001 uh port and company is not that great if you ask me i've done reviews on everything like gildan 64,000 through printful is my go-to it's the cheapest one that's what i would sell can you lose money on no you can't lose money but you can go into like a negative so that you'll have to make another sale to offset that to get back to zero. Um, Canadian selling on merch by Amazon. I don't think it matters where you live, truthfully. Uh, as long as you get a seller account, you can sell it, it. You know what I mean? Like where you live has no bearing on the front end where your products are being seen by customers and purchased and whatnot. You were quick to be approved. That's awesome. Tried a Tuesday shirt, got zapped as in rejected. Oh, damn. Matthew, oh man, I appreciate you stopping by from New Zealand. I'm glad this works for you as well. Uh, thank you for being here. Man, we got people from around the world. That's great. How long do you wait to delete a design? I mean, honestly, like if I'm in tier 10, I'm I'm uploading something new every day and deleting something old. Tier 25, probably do the same thing, except I think it's two designs a day instead of one, right? Or three instead of one. Uh, that's me personally. Like I'm very active. If you're not that active, it's okay. Um. Juna says he agrees. If you're on tier 10, give yourself the best chance. That means good design, hot topic, trend, low price, dark shirts definitely sell well. Uh, and we'll talk about that tomorrow when we talk about uploading. All right. We're at the end of the comments, guys. It's 2.03. We did it. We did it in an hour and three minutes today. Um, I'm going to go grab some lunch, grab my passport so I can travel on Friday. Hope this was a uh, productive session. Thank you for stopping by. I will email links to almost everything that I mentioned. Uh, to everybody on the list at some point today, probably in the next two hours. Thank you, and I will see you soon.
Oh, 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 oh,